Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Debate Podcast by Android Authority, discussing topics in Android every week. I am, of course, your host for the FDP, Joshua Vigar from Android Authority. What's going on, everybody? And this week, we have a pretty light topic for the FDP. Uh, I'm joined by Jonathan Feist, our YouTuber Joe Hindi, and one of our lead editors, Andrew Grush, the usual architect for the Friday Debate, and he picked a very light topic for us, thank goodness, because we are all still on the road to recovery from MWC 2015. Today, we talk about our tech origin stories, going way back in time to sort of reminisce about how we got started in tech and also pontificating about how all of that tech life has shaped who we are today as writers and YouTubers, for example, of Android Authority. But before we get to that, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping still. If you are listening to this particular podcast on Pocket Cast, Stitcher, and iTunes, thank you so much for listening. And if you are watching the YouTube version of this podcast, please remember that you can go to any one of those networks in order to listen to the FDP, and is and those are definitely the best way of listening to the Android Authority podcast. After that, you can find all of us on social media. Every single one of us is available on Google+, but you can also find us on Twitter. And if you want to find uh, those links in order to follow us on various social media networks, you can head over to the Friday Debate Podcast post at androidauthority.com in order to follow us. But from there, without any further ado, we're going to jump into this episode number eight of the Android Authority Friday Debate Podcast, our tech origin stories. Hope you guys enjoy. God, the uh, the the recovery from MWC has been slow and not very steady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Barcelona treated us very well, but I wanted to check in with everybody. Like, what's what's everyone been up to since I've been, you know, out eating Spanish food? <laughs> what a horrible thing! <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing this is, delicious, ridiculously awesome. European food. What have you guys been doing? Well, it was funny because like oh, on, on the gross. last night, it was up to me to freaking put together the final get together. We would like we got together with a bunch of people like Pocket Now, Erica Griffin, uh, Mobile Geeks, and it was kind of up to me to find the place. But Lon and Darcy, God bless them, just kept telling me we're sick of tapas, and I said. <laughs> <laughs> you that's really, about all there is <laughs> exactly you realize we're in spain in barcelona uh, tapas is all they have here I like, say, that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah you could go to a steakhouse and they'll give it to you on a small plate i mean come on <laughs> oh that's man funny. but that is yeah, funny <laughs> so how's how's everybody been it's been a couple weeks since we've been on the cast i've had a couple of late releases i hope everyone's been okay with that but how's how how have my regular co-hosts been since this mwc season has finally like died down a bit um not bad actually I, I had a really i feel so bad like if everybody who was at you know who did mwc 2015 stuff i did the least I did almost nothing. I did the you, freaking uh the HTC you did the live vlogs. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Something. I, did, I did. That's it. That's all I did for MWC huh? 2015. That no, may be more than I, what I did, to be honest. I only got a couple posts oh, out as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do squat, man. I felt so bad. Everyone's like, I'm so busy working like 16 hour days. I'm like, I uh, <laughs> I spent the whole day watching anime and hanging out with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm glad you didn't message us that that was all happening with you. <laughs> yeah, I would have probably like shot you in the face. <laughs> oh, I, I kept quiet, I think. I was just like, you know, I'm just going to let them go and just kind of hang out back here in the background. I did do, I did do a whole 
bunch of app list videos though i think i did like 10 of them i did notice that kudos to you man it's a lot of hard work i wanted to get them all out before all the mwc stuff so that way you know i i it wasn't like mwc video mwc video app list why that would have been fine it'd be a nice change of pace (laughs) you're just hearing me and lawn all damn day like (laughs) <laughs> Man, Lon hit the one million mark. I'm, I'm proud of the guy. It's oh my good God. for him. Super shout out to Lon. Like we 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 had such a great time. Like this is probably the happiest I personally have ever been at a trade show because I finally was able to split the work with somebody. <laughs> uh, I it was the happiest I've ever been, and I wasn't there just because <laughs> just because uh, you know things got out so super quick. It was so smooth. I oh mean, yeah, from that, the you know because from the I mean, administrator's point of view, I mean it was. <laughs> It was great. I loved it. I mean, yeah, I was busy. I mean, my busiest days were um, Sunday, obviously, and uh, I think Tuesday, which might seem like an odd day for me to have been at my busiest, but I think that's when a lot of the videos were coming in, maybe. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Because I think Tuesday I worked like 16 hours. <laughs> yeah, no, those were the days. I mean, that, that was... Yeah, and then Sunday was crazy. I think Sunday was like 16, It was Sunday, hours. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. Day zero was just a crazy fest and just... It was, well, of course, you know, yeah, you had you had so many videos that day you were doing, and oh, again, I, I gotta say, being able to split the work with somebody, thank the freaking lord. And yeah, I can't imagine how you did it before, <laughs> especially with like Samsung bringing out the edge and all that. And I remember at the beginning of that little like brief that we had, so we can get the footage early. I, I just looked at Lon and I'm like, dude, which one do you want? <laughs> nice. And he was like, I guess I'll take the edge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, that day zero was nuts because it wasn't just all the pre-briefings. I mean, um, Grusha, you've been there with us on the on, on in, in the trenches. Like you know how it is when certain mm-hmm. events are going on, like like the Pepcom and Showstoppers. The thing is, they yep. were all scheduled for that one Sunday. Yeah, it was. I looked at our schedule; it was pretty booked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, like even that Pepcom that was at the end of the day when we went over there, everyone else that we knew, all of our tech friends, were out at Samsung's uh, event still, and. Kind of like three quarters of them didn't even show up to Pepcom. I I I, uh, I texted uh, Michael Fisher and I was just like, dude, like where are you at, man? We got we we got to have like a glass of wine or something because it's been a hard day. He's like, oh, we totally forgot about Pepcom. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's just how hard that day was. But, Saturday yeah, was man. Saturday was pretty busy from our point of view just because we were doing all the you know pre you know pre stuff the preps. Know? Yeah, all the prep stuff in the background. I mean, there was so many stuff, so much stuff to do there. But it wasn't as long. I think I worked maybe 10, 10 to twelve hours, which isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I knew I do. I knew Sunday was going to be so bad for you guys when Grushy messaged me. He's like, "Did anyone talk to you?" And I thought I was getting fired at first. Every time someone says, "Like, <laughs> have you been have you been talked to yet?" That's the first time. Oh my god, I'm being fired. But he was like, "No, yeah, you, you want to do the uh, HTC and Samsung live blogs, right?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." He goes, "All right, yeah, one's at uh ten, and the other one's at like noon." And I was like, okay, yeah, which days? They're both on Sunday. What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're do- they're announcing everything on the same day. Yep. Damn. Trust yeah, us. When was... we woke up that morning and we looked at the schedule, because okay, Darcy, thank thank God for Darcy because he's able to put together all this stuff that allows us to get the content, and then you know, it's just this nice, well-oiled machine. But the one thing Darcy didn't do during this particular show that he does every show was Google Cal me a week before. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't I didn't get it until I mean I got it probably before you then. When did you get it? I I got it the morning of Sunday. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah. no, I got it a little before. For you i think he sent it on friday night yeah night. i mean he gave I, if me... i would have known that i would have sent but i assumed you'd be the first person he gave a copy oh my to. goodness like we had we had <laughs> yeah, like if a... i would have known that i would have sent you a copy but it wasn't 
his copy wasn't very good initially. I mean, it was missing some things. Oh, sure. But, but uh, I mean, and it's... the dates were, the times were wrong on half of it because he got confused. I think. Well, like we had the time zone. we had a call like a few days prior, and he told me that you know everything's kind of falling at the same time. So like we mm. were kind of prepared for it, but when I looked at it on that Sunday morning after like having my bulletproof coffee, I was like, son of a bitch. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure you guys. Didn't, I'm sure you didn't sleep at all that day, right? Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, we're right. coming I mean, up to the battle. Um, I haven't heard much from Feisty over there man like what like you said that you did even less than joe so <laughs> this is your this is your uh your mid-season evaluation what uh... <laughs> yeah, no kidding. to be fair because of his time zone and because of the fact that uh, jimmy and i are both on the central time zone everything was pretty much done by the time the poor guy was around you yeah, know and so so what you know what, how did you pass the time uh, during uh during mwc season what was uh what were you up to this past couple weeks uh, you know i've been spending the majority of my time tab times tab times <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Our new yeah, sister site, all about tablets, now. and and you know, completely immersing myself in it. We got the new writers going on there, and it's it, you know, it, it's been, I want to say, exciting, but yeah, we're moving forward, going strong. So, yeah, definitely, everybody, check out Tab Times. Also, as my Note Four starts ringing, who is calling? <laughs> oh number i don't know hang up okay so so yeah just like uh just like Greshi was saying i mean kudos to him and jimmy let's be honest uh, every time i popped in and like hey what's there for me to cover how can i help Greshi was like you know what we got this you're fine and then you know <laughs> three o'clock in the morning comes along i'm ready to close it you know close it down and he's like "Ooh, could you do just one more for me or bogdan's getting on and he's like hey would you mind just one before you go so See, Bogdan at a show has this really interesting way of being because he he gets on and he starts talking to all of you guys. And then um, he doesn't necessarily get like stressed out, but it seems like it. But because the way that Bogdan reacts to like his eyes getting tired and stuff like that is he puts his like head in his hands and he starts breathing really hard. (laughs) It really throws us for a loop because like me and Lon were like, you okay, dude? And then Bogdan's like, no, I'm okay. It's okay, guys. It's okay. <laughs> you know, in his head, so he was funny. going, damn, Americans. Jesus. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, man. I, so well, I, I, have, I have to mention, like, this might be the first show that I'm actually super excited about what's to come. Like, did you guys see my video on the HTC Vive? I did not. That's I, I missed most of the MWC yeah. videos. Oh, no problem. Like I watched every single one. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't have to go through it at length, but this is a VR platform that I can actually believe in. And uh, having Valve at the helm, I mean, HTC helps with the hardware and, of course, some of the software, but Valve is creating these experiences that you're going to have, completely immersive experience. Like, I... I I'm not going to get into it too much, but let's just say once you put that VR headset on, the headphones, and then they put the controllers in your hands, the room you were standing in before you put that all that crap on, it disappears. And you are all of a sudden in this crazy world. The controllers are like your hands in the world. You're picking everything up. And, you know, we're, we're, we're mostly gamers up in here, and we're going to get to that in a little bit. But the final dem- part of the demo, the final world that they showed us was Aperture. And you had to repair a portal robot. <laughs> it was freaking amazing. And of course, you're set up to fail because Glados is like. But when 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 the walls come down and Glados like zooms in on you and basically tells you she's gonna kill you, 
you piss your pants. Like that's <laughs> that's how immersive that thing is. But super super exciting to see at MWC that I finally got excited about something again. You know, like I love smartphones. I love what we do for a living. But it's good to finally walk out of a room that you get some sort of demo of something before everybody else in the world, and you're super excited for them to try it. You know, it's so good. But on that note, as we look toward the future from MWC, we're looking back at our past. Like that segue? Hey. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, today we're talking origin stories, and we just had a little check in there, so I hope you guys are uh, are enjoying our FDP. We're back in the studio and back to our, not really studio, but studios, and back to our regularly scheduled program. And this week, thank God for Grushy, picked a pretty light one for us we're talking about our tech origin stories what got us into tech and what got us essentially to where we are now uh let's see here all right so i kind of wanted to just open up the panel you can go as far back as you want uh when you were a kid that's what i'm gonna do a little bit later back when you were a kid what were the first pieces of technology that you really loved and kind of kind of you know what 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 made you fall in love with this world of technology that we all now in one way or another report on and make a living off of i'm going to open it up even if there's a little bit of silence you guys can figure out who you, who's going to start <laughs> so yeah let's uh let, let, let's open it up who wants to start off with their origin story in tech um i've actually been thinking about this all day because um nice. i haven't had anything else to do today <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have like the show to do tomorrow, so I haven't really been thinking. You know, MWC is done already. I know. Right, I, I, I know. It's, it sounds like I'm so lazy, but like I do other things that just, you know. Anyways, um, I actually didn't start out as a tech nerd. I started out as a regular nerd, like Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, and like wearing shirts with like Pokemon on them, which I'm actually still doing right now as we speak. Um, but I actually like, I didn't own my first computer or like. You know, like all my game systems I share with my brother throughout my childhood. So, like, I didn't have any electronics that were my own until I was like 20 years old. It was like eight years ago. And, um, yeah, it, it's, I don't, it felt weird like getting into technology because, like, you know, I was with, with all the family computers and stuff like that. I was always the person that had to fix all of that stuff, but I was never really oh. all that into it. So, you know, I, I got a computer, and then a few years later, I got my first Android device, and I don't know. I just kind of like don't. We need, okay, okay, Joe. We need we need details up in here. All right, what computer was this? What <laughs> phones are we talking oh, about? I'm getting there. What 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 are some of these electronics that you shared with your bros? I man? figured we were gonna get into the details later. My bad. That's my bad. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, the consoles. That's a long list. Uh, see, my brother and I had a an Xbox, a PlayStation 2, a PlayStation, Super Nintendo. We had, I swear to God, one of those Nintendo VR things. You know, remember those? The, the Virtual Boy? Yeah, the Virtual Boy. We had a yeah. Virtual Boy. And uh, it, it was... It's, what? I said, yeah, that, that was an interesting system. <laughs> that was a Dude, thing. That <laughs> system was god-awful. It's, it's behind me in the... I have a little cabinet behind me. It's in there. That thing was responsible for every headache I had between the ages of nine and ten. It was so bad, but it was so. F it, it gives really bad headaches. It was so fun to play, but it was like it was so painful. It's like drinking too much alcohol. It's like the night before you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get wasted. The next morning you're like, oh, why did I get so wasted? And like, <laughs> the Virtual Boy is exactly the same way. You're like, man, I'm gonna play some Virtual Boy. And afterwards you're like, oh man, why did I play that Virtual Boy? It was so bad. Um. 
But yeah, pretty much every major game console that came out between like 1990 and 20, whatever, 2004, where my brother and I split one. Uh, my first computer was, crap, I can't remember. <laughs> it was an HP POS, uh, like dual core, blah, blah, blah. Like that was, that was an official name of the computers back then, <laughs> yep. POS. HP, HP POS, <laughs> with Intel something or other, clocked at something or other. Oh yeah, the... I had that one too. Yeah, that was a good machine. Yeah, right, <laughs> wasn't that such a great laptop? It was like- I say, are you sure it was a, a dual core back then? It, it, I was, yeah. it was eight years ago. It was how long ago were you talking? Oh, it was only eight years ago. Okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah two thousand seven. Okay, that was by was what was the buzzword? Core two duo was yeah, that? Yeah, something. Like I guess that, I was. You know. I guess I'm thinking when you talk about old computers, I'm thinking oh yeah. No, the thing. Like we had like a family <laughs> computer, but like um, when I was a but kid, but you don't remember what it was? Uh, no, <laughs> it was a compact <laughs> white brick. With like one button oh, on compact. the front and a, th- a compact presario. It wasn't a presario. It was like the off. It wasn't. That's about all they made. It was the off presario <laughs> brand that was like two hundred dollars even back then. But um, yeah, it was like a you know my dad was married back then. We had there was five kids in the house, so like we had to like schedule time on that thing. I, you know, we, we all had to do schoolwork and stuff like that. So I didn't get to like play games on computers or anything like that. Uh, my mom had a gateway and I played Diablo two on that for a long time. Nice. But it was like, you know, I was only up there every other weekend and during the summer. So it's like most of the year I wasn't there playing it. Um, but yeah, no, with my first computer, I started tinkering around with some stuff. Uh, I, I got a lot of really crappy technology, and believe it or not, that's what like really sparked my interest. Like I got uh, a hard drive that was a JBOD enclosure. You guys remember when that was a thing? No, I uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, it was so crappy. Most people don't even know what it is. Um, it was two hard drives in a single enclosure, right? So it was like a one terabyte yeah. and one terabyte in a single enclosure, and it was like this J I, it was called JBOD. I can't remember exactly what it was or what it did, but it was just essentially a raid zero in an external hard. Yeah. It sounds it's like, like a raid. A, sounds like a lotion. Like <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> store your data and rejuvenate your skin with JBOD. Sorry. <laughs> Exfoliate. <laughs> Exfoliate. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, like I kept buying this, you know, really crappy old technology and it kept breaking. And it was really terrible. Um, and then I got my first Android phone. Speaking of crappy and terrible technology, it was a Motorola Click. A click. Oh, my god. <laughs> yeah, goodness. that was my first Android phone. And I ended up having to get three different ones because uh, the radio kept dying. And it wasn't like I was a newbie and stupid and didn't understand what was going on. I mean, like, the little thingy at the top would go away entirely, and I could not make any phone calls, text messages, <laughs> or get data at all. It was just totally dead. And the cool thing was, every time I sent one back, they sent it back to me with the SD card and everything. So I had like, I still have most of them, like, like three or four two gigabyte micro SD cards just sitting over here that I never use. Oh man, talk about POS. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those can't even hold like four apps these days. Like, <laughs> oh my, and that was back when like Moto Blur was like really bad, like really, really bad. Didn't they have a, a refresh of Moto Blur at one point back then that was like really well received though? Like it was like it was one of the first ones to have the heads up notifications. Am I am I remembering uh, something no, wrong? That was but... the uh, Verizon. The, the first couple of generations of the Droid Razor series still had Moto Blur, and it was mm-hmm. actually somewhat yeah, decent Moto Blur. I remember that. So I got I had a uh, a, 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 a Droid something or other 
something or other. It was from Verizon. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I bought it off of eBay because I was doing something on the XDA forums because that's you know that's where I kind of got the really hardcore into Android was there. I started rooting my devices and all that stuff. Uh, but I bought one just because they said it was like really difficult to root, and that's like that was my thing back then. I was like, oh, it's so hard to root. I'm gonna root the crap out of it. It wasn't the Incredible, was it? No, it wasn't the. It was after the Incredible. I'm sorry. It was. Uh, it was. Okay. It wasn't the Resound. That was HTC anyway. Holy crap! I can't believe I'm blanking on this so bad. Oh, you said Droid. That's why. Yeah, I Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, oh my goodness! It was before the Quad Cores came out. I remember that. I'm gonna go look that up real quick. Somebody else talk for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. We got into the Android world with Joe already. Why don't we pop it over to Feisty? Like, what? 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 We don't hear a whole lot about like our, our past a whole lot. I'm really interested to hear how Feisty got started in tech right now. <laughs> tech, what's that? Hold on. <laughs> He's Amish. It's supposed to be technology? <laughs> He's talking nah, to a can right now and a wire that's connected all. <laughs> I'm straight up Amish, bro. <laughs> yeah. The way I've been shaving lately, it'd be hard to prove otherwise, but or the way I have been shaving. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, bud. Oh, it was bionic. a droid bionic. Sorry, go ahead, bud. I just wanted to get that out. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, you know, for me, technology got started really young from more of a mechanical perspective. Uh, you know, my dad had these RC... Uh, don't tell my dad. You know, this isn't going public, is it? Yeah. Uh, he had a, a remote control <laughs> car. It was, uh, you know, a, a Le Mans type race car. Oh, nice. I took a screwdriver to that thing. I ripped it open. I took, broke it right down to almost nothing, built it back up. I don't think he ever knew. And, you know, that was early on. I mean, like, I barely remember doing this. And, I mean, I always was ripping things apart. Stereos, TVs, VCRs, you know, all that kind of stuff. I just, you know, it was tearing them apart. And then that was fun for me. I had one of those, you know, 201 electronics kits. It's got all the, you know, the diodes, capacitors, all that kind of stuff on it. All you do is connect the little wires and then push the button and it makes a noise. And then you rearrange the wires and you push the button and it makes another noise. You know, that, yeah, I got bored with that stuff pretty quick. But hey, it was there. It was fun. It was educational, right? Uh, you know, one of the big things for us in our family, I, there's five kids in our family, so we shared most everything. Uh, but we had this one little... I want to call it a computer now, but uh, it, this was like before the days of, uh, you know, before anybody, you know, Intel was a household brand. We're talking well beyond that. Uh, it was just a little voice prompt, you know, children's toy, basically. You know, you choose these modes and, you know, guess the number. And it would put to, you know, a simple one plus one kind of mathematical equation. And, you know, you just learn from it. But, you know, we all ran through that thing. It was, it was kind of a neat start. But, I mean, again, that was youngster stuff. And and then you grow up, right? High school comes along, bigger stereos. Puberty. Puberty. <laughs> a major driver for me, especially through my teenage years into my early 20s, was music. Uh, you know, my friends were always big on video games. And, you know, I'd go over to their place and, you know, watch for the entertainment value or play whatever it happened to be. NHL 94, come on, all the time. We had tournaments, but... Uh, you know, for me, it was music was really the big motivator for me for technology. And then, you know, through high school, I I kick myself now, but uh, I made fun of the computer nerds. 
you know, I was playing sports. I was on the basketball Screw team, you. that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh, you were a jock. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really, but yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, and so, you know, I got, you know, halfway through high school and I realized, hey, wait a minute, there's something to these computers. And then I finally purchased my first one after high school. Uh, you know, kind of like Joe was saying, just a, a, you know, it was a custom build at the time. Your friend's dad was, you know, just starting up his own shop. And it was the first generation Pentium processor uh, with an eight gigabyte hard drive. That was, I tell you, I could almost load web pages. <laughs> Wait, are, are you, you sure it was a Pentium one with a eight gigabyte hard drive? That sounds not right. Probably be a Pentium two, probably. Pentium. I remember. Yeah, that, that, okay. that had to be more like a Pentium two or three. That can't be a. God, I'm a getting one. like the weirdest flashbacks right now. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a super nerd. So, well, you know, I never really looked back on that thing. It, it burnt out in about a year, <laughs> and I tossed it. So, uh, what year was it? Uh, that would have been ninety nine. So yeah, that'd be like a pen. Yeah, it'd be like Pentium two. Or I barely okay. even remember ninety nine. Good lord. <laughs> well, I'm just getting so, started on ninety nine. Come on. <laughs> the only thing I remember from 1999 was like WWE or well WWF back then, and I was like Chris Jericho was really huge back then because of the Y2J thing. Oh man, don't get me started on wrestling Break right the now. Balls down, <laughs> dude! I watched his debut the other day. Oh, his his first one, his first very first yeah, one. and how the the crowd was chanting when he interrupted the rock. Yeah, and then they, the crowd just started chanting Rocky and ignored him for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, oh, man. let me possibly make you guys jealous. Uh, you remember uh, Brett the Hitman Hart and Owen Hart, those guys? Yeah. yeah. They're from they're from Calgary. I didn't grow up with those boys, but just after high school, the first job I got, they were regulars, and we'd go out down to the gym and wrestle with them and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh no. man, that's, that's freaking awesome. badass. Um, well, uh, the, you just reminded me of this. I'm not into wrestling, but while I was working um, years ago as a uh, – um, as a manager for uh, a McDonald's as a store manager for a little while anyway uh, during college and uh, we uh, in our little small town uh, McDonald's on the interstate we had uh, John Cena come in <laughs> <laughs> so I've met him before <laughs> Grushy follows up bread to him and heart with like John Cena like <laughs> well I just you, you reminded me of wrestling so I just I just think I got thinking about that that's all he's like so it's, it's like a it's like it's like fashionable right now to call John Cena lame. That's why it's funny. Oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, it just kind of popped into my head. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. I though, I'm I not into wrestling at all. But well, I got in real life. John Cena is actually like a really dope dude. That's what I keep hearing. But anyway, Feisty was talking about Pentium twos and eight gigabyte hard drives. Like so. So what was the what, what what was the evolution into mobile then? If you started off with like you know desktop computers, you said music. Actually, you know what? Let's go back to the music thing. How how did music actually uh, form like formulate your 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 tech life? If uh, like back in high school and whatnot you were saying well basically stereos i was into all things uh, now at this point keep in mind mechanical uh you know throughout high school i was you know one of the top dogs in the the at the high school's mechanics class and you know i was going to national competitions and stuff for turning wrenches not the most you know not the proudest time of my life but it, you know that's what i was into i was, I was a gearhead at the time and, and that was cool um so, you know, I was always playing with putting in car stereos and bigger speakers. And and then in the house, it was always, you know, what stereo should I get? What speakers? What what sub should I get? 
How can I keep this quiet? How can I build my own speakers? Uh, not speaker themselves, but you know, uh, speaker enclosures and what kind of wiring, that kind of stuff. So it was all very hands-on, mechanical, electrical and stuff. And, uh, to be honest, you know, it was that kind of nitty-gritty work that, that moved me forward with it all. Mostly because I got sick of it and I just wanted something that worked. Which is the story of my life when it comes to cars and houses and computers, you know, the whole thing is just, uh, you know, spending so much time with hand-me-downs and POSs and you just finally want something that works. And so, you know, it took almost 10 years, but I finally went back to college for uh, computer sciences and, and I was in college where everything kind of turned around and certainly went mobile, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean that's an interesting. That's an interesting angle. I just realized. Like, so you went back to school. You went. You went to school rather for for computer science. Um, so were you were you just looking to uh, to continue that gearhead mentality to just sort of find the find the inner workings and tinker with what was eventually going to become ubiquitous in our lives? Yes, essentially. I mean, I'd worked a string of jobs into the office jobs at this point. No more turning wrenches. Uh, like it's still at dealerships mind you so i'm still in the automotive world but yeah you know pushing paper nonetheless and using computers <laughs> on a day-to-day -day basis that was a big thing was using the computers and you know, it just came easy for me as as i'm sure it comes to to most people especially these days um yeah but you know you're always when you become good or you help one person with one issue on a computer all of a sudden as you guys know you become a guru and you're helping everybody and that's that's kind of why I went to school was you know I'm already helping everybody let's go step it up let's learn my skills you know network technician you know learn some server side stuff that's what I started in and then very very quickly jumped over to the programming world and I still don't know how to properly configure my home router should have stuck with that a little bit longer yeah <laughs> oh man any any like high tech person will be stifled when you put a printer in front of them and be like, why doesn't this work? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A printer's that, the uh, bane of existence. That reminds me of a story that I have to share real quick, if that's okay. Go for Go it. For it. So, okay, um, this was probably, I don't know, maybe 97, 98. Uh, we had a printer that uh, wasn't working, right, um, on our computer. It wasn't responding. And so uh, we had my uncle who was like, you know, he was a computer programmer and, you know, super smart guy. And he came over and he did all these massive troubleshooting things and couldn't figure anything out. I think it might have been Christmas or something because we had him over and we had my best friend's dad over too, which was he was into technology, but not so like hardcore like programmer type. Anyway, so uh, my uncle couldn't figure it out for the world of him. He did all the ran all these commands, did all these diagnoses. And then... Uh, Mr. Dowdy uh, was his name. Uh, he came down. He looked at the computer. He moved to the back. He plugged it in, and all was fine. <laughs> <laughs> the cord had come undone. So my, you know, the techie one wanted to do all these hardcore like analysis and running scripts and figuring all these really complicated things. But uh, all he did was make sure that the cord was in right. <laughs> it was fixed. <laughs> Sorry, never... when you said printers, that reminded me of that. And I'll well, never no, forget yeah. that. I, I even have a story about that too. Like I, I remember the first, because I did tech support yeah. when I was in college. And 
um i was like okay so this used to be a big deal back then but obviously you know we're older now and it doesn't really matter but i was at the time the only freshman in the school's history to ever be um hired as a tech support specialist because quote unquote i was that good and um the first on-call assignment that i had was at this i I went to uh the university of san diego so you know people always joke about it it's a lot of privileged people there especially the females there like the university of spoiled daughters is what it used to be called and um i would i went to this one girl's dorm and she was freaking out because her printer wasn't working and um there was a paper that was already due in like the first few weeks of school and she was freaking the heck out and i was trying to figure out what was wrong with this printer it wasn't really connecting it was registered on the computer i'm trying to remember what's going on and sure enough she had just not plugged the damn thing into her computer and it was like i thought these were wireless i'm like well if it doesn't work wirelessly plug the damn thing in um and I, and I remember it gave me an idea. I always wish that I did this, and I, I wish I could go back in time and, and, and do it one day. If, if, if a problem like that was that dumb, if the solution was that stupid, I always wanted to have like a pocket of glitter. And when, I, when I plug it in, yeah, I a pocket of glitter. And when, some, when, when someone calls me for that kind of problem and I plug it in and it works, and they're all, and you know, before I give them like the final, oh, look, it's working, they're like, oh, did you figure it out? Is it going to be okay? I'm like, yeah, let me just do one thing real quick. And then I just grab the glitter on, on the printer or on the computer and then hit the button and it works. Like, I would, and then I would never explain to them how it works. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, you should have done that. That's, <laughs> That's awesome. Like, they called the tech support center. like, I don't know what he did, but he threw some glitter on it and it's working. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. But before we, before awesome. we move off the rails, that, 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 what, what what we went to school for, um, if it had to do with tech, that's an interesting angle because I went to school for communication studies, which technically is what um, what I'm doing now, being in, in the new media, obviously. But I was curious, uh, Joe, what, what 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 was your major in in, in university in, in college? Um, video game development, actually. Oh, see, yeah, it, the, like it, it's it's crazy how it permeates throughout. Yeah, like it's it, yeah, it, it, it's it it was. I'm trying to think of the way to phrase this. I'm having a brain fart. Sorry, guys. It's it's midnight where I am right now. <laughs> um, but it it helped a lot when I started doing blogging uh, because you know even just a couple of years in, like I've I've never built anything substantial in terms of video games. I have actually haven't even played with playing or doing a video game in a while. But uh, like when you get you know that the first couple of years into developing video games, you start losing a lot of respect for like. 60% of the games that are in the Google Play Store right now. Like, everyone's like, check mm. out this brand new, it's revolutionary little minimal puzzle game with, like, two shapes. And I'm like, dude, I can do that. Try again. I'm not <laughs> reviewing this. Go away. So did you hate, like, Super Hexagon? No, Super Hexagon was fun and really, really hard. But it was, you know, it, yeah. it, looking at it, it's just a bunch of, you know, shapes that spin in various patterns. And, you know, it's it's not difficult to make, but it's difficult to play. And that's why I like that one. But, like, I looked at, like, uh, I was never into, like, the, the 2048 game. I thought that game was stupid because mm. it's like, uh, somebody <laughs> made a million dollars off of something that they could have learned in six months. Like, it's just, uh So it, it, it turned me into a snob a little bit. But the thing that sucked was that... uh all of the stuff that I was learning was in like C plus plus, and um, the uh, the game studio I was using was Unreal at the time, 
Oh, nice. And it's just like, I, I, I'm a bit huge into Android now, and I can't use my C++ knowledge for, for squat. It's totally useless now. <laughs> it's like, man, why didn't I learn Java? That would have been a way better idea. <laughs> I remember hearing, though, back in the day that Java was like the worst thing to learn back then. And now it's everywhere, it, it right? It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, cool. it was the exact same thing in my world. But school, after I changed programming or over to the programming side, I learned all the .NET stuff, VB and ASP. So I can code for Windows, but I mean, I'm running all Linux and Android now, and I can't code anything for myself either. Right. It's so it like frustrating. Pipes. It's like two years of yeah. wasted life. Like, man, that's that's tens of thousands in student loans. I'll never get back. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> What is it now? Like it's all it's all Python and Java nowadays, right? Like that's pretty much what everything is. Yarp. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna jump over to Grushy in a second, but I wanted to make sure we covered this with Feisty. When did Android get into your tech life? Like when did when did it sort of evolve into basically what you're doing now? Uh, right from day one of Android, before it was even you know the first products went out to the public. Uh, of course, that was when I was in college learning this stuff. You know, I was going ripping down operating systems, learning what the kernel was, all that kind of stuff. And and then along came Google with this new fangled operating system for mobile. And I'm like, hey, look, professor, can we look at this? He's like, there's no future in mobile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Who wants an automobile when you have Zeppelins? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, that was kind of it was, you know, before I really knew what Android was or what it could ever be, I was analyzing it, you know, its internals, its software stack and how it used intents to, to handle all of its processes and, and, you know, passing off, you know, tasks. And, you know, I, I fell in love with the OS, how it was in the back end before I'd ever seen an image of what it looked like on a device. Oh, okay. That's good. And then, of course, the rest is history. You're reporting on that now. Are you uh, the um, the crazy thing about like where we come from in terms of tech is like we 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 are basically living proof of where it's where it was, and we're complaining about the way it was, and now we're complaining about the way it is now. So not a whole lot has changed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not true. I love so... everything. I think it's all fantastic. I loved my old crappy compact that never worked. Because there was a game on it that I could never ever beat, and it was like this MS DOS game where you had to hit the space bar and it shot an arrow to the right, and you had to like time it correctly. And I was like nine years old. And I can, I mean, I, I figured it out a couple of times, but I was never any good at it. I that sounds so familiar, but I can't think of what I it loved was. the crap out of that. It was just called archery. It was like an MS DOS. It was just like play archery, and then just the little targets would fall down the right side, and you shot the arrow at it. I loved that game. I thought it was awesome. I had no idea that there were better games out there at the time. <laughs> Hashtag bring back archery. <laughs> Oregon Trail, guys. Come on. Oregon Trail. Oh, man. Oregon well, Trail 2. Oregon Trail 2 boo. was superior. Sequels blow. Wait, Sequels so wait blow there, there's a second one? Hold on. What? What? <laughs> there's like a million Oregon Trails, but Oregon Trail 2 was the best. Oregon How could Trail you one have was a really second one too. if you died of dysentery? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it obviously wasn't a sequel of events. It was just a remake. <laughs> you know, I know one knows uh, about the second one because you had to beat the first one first to play the second one. <laughs> oh, God. 
Yeah, there was like well, and they just didn't they just remake it for mobile or something not too long ago. I think no, they did, yeah. no, 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 they did a um because like, I remember someone asked me to review this and I told them no. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Oregon Trail the game; it was like Oregon Trail the sequel. Like, all right, you have settled the West, and now you have to build a farm. And I was like, oh, was I was it? like, held the no, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm not building any farms. <laughs> I thought you were talking not. about that one called Oregon Trail. Or... No, we're not talking about that. Oh, Dude, okay. Oregon <laughs> Trail, Oregon Trail was a fun as hell game. That game was awesome. Problematic as hell, but fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's pop over to Grushy then. Uh, how 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 did this tech world become your world? Well, for me, it started uh, it started uh, shortly after the Christmas of nineteen ninety. Oh, um, so specific. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember this stuff. I'm a I'm a nerd like that. So, see, that was the year that uh, my sisters were uh, begging for. Uh, I had older sisters. I have no no brothers. It was just me and uh, two older sisters, and eventually one younger. Anyway. And they were begging for a gaming system. And so that year, under the tree, there was a NES. Um, it was the one that was bundled with the Mario Brothers and the Duck Hunt. Uh, anyway, the funny thing about that is when they first set it up downstairs in the family room, I absolutely hated the thing because everyone kept using it and that meant I couldn't watch cartoons. You know, I was five. <laughs> uh, and so I was really mad until one day my dad gave me, like, this was probably a few months after we got it. So when, you know, the next year... Uh, my dad gave me a chance to play Mario for a little bit. And like that, that was it. I was addicted after that, <laughs> you know, and I've been addicted to, I was a Nintendo fanboy for pretty much forever. Um, I'm still pretty close to that, but I've moved on. Um, I still have a place in my heart for Nintendo, but more the old Nintendo and not so much the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, it really started with video game systems for me. I, I was huge into game systems. I collected, um, I uh, owned a Game Boy, of course, like every other child of that of my era. <laughs> you know, Super Nintendo, and you know th- that's pretty much where it got started. Um, as far as like my, you know, obviously that's geek, but it's not necessarily tech geek. Um, where I made the shift was, uh, well, a few Christmases later, uh, ninety, probably ninety five, um, December twenty seventh, uh... of course, at three p.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway. 9.45 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was 7.53. <laughs> anyway, so uh, um, my, my family decided, once again, because my sisters were begging for it, um, got a computer. Um, a compact Presario, um, CDS something. I think it was like a 9.24. Um, anyway, uh, this thing was ancient by today's standards i mean it's it's archaic back then it was awesome but 75 megahertz pentium one um eight megabytes of ram and it didn't even have a gig hard drive it was like 750 megabytes oh yeah yeah a 14.4 k modem oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) yeah this thing was uh was classy i'm actually Uh, really surprised we haven't talked about 28.8 or 56k because well maybe we just would all like to forget that I guess <laughs> yeah I know Please. try to forget nice. but you know I I remember when I upgraded to to a 56k modem I was like woo this is fast the internet's awesome <laughs> the internet's <laughs> you know? awesome what a great thing the internet you know is. going from you know going from 14.4 um, anything's an improvement oh my um, gosh. you know and then uh, so yeah it it was uh, old uh, old computer. Uh, Windows 3.1 out of the box. And back in those days, they didn't force you to... Windows 95 was out, but it was just out. So they didn't force you to, you know, have the newest. It came with the discs if you wanted to install it later. Which 
I had to build up enough tech knowledge before my parents would let me do that. So it was like two years later. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I got started with that computer and I just fell in love and got into really primitive programming languages like GW Basic <laughs> and uh, QBasic a little later. And uh, that's pretty much where I got started uh, by by about two, three years in. So I would have been 11 or 12. I started building computers um, and then I started selling them to friends and family. And actually, that's something I've continued to do for my whole life. Uh, even today, I still do as a, as a side thing. Now, granted, it's not really something I do regularly anymore, but uh, I still have some regular people that will uh, contact me for things and I'll and I'll do it for pay. And so, yeah, basically started with computers for me. Okay. Um, you know, I've I, I, Windows. I've used every version of Windows. I've built Hackintoshes. I've built. You know, I have used pretty much various different versions of Linux over the years. So, okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll use the term mobile, but obviously, you know, where we have the Android angle. When did uh, when did mobile uh, sort of pop into your tech life there? Well, mobile popped in quite early, as far <laughs> as like smartphones and stuff. Um, uh, well. Even before smartphones, I owned, you know, uh, I owned a uh, Palm Pilot. I had a Sony Clie. Um, you know, I had all of those old <laughs> Palm-based stuff. And then um, I moved into Windows Mobile a little later with uh, the Touch Pro 2. And uh, that was in, like, 2010. Oh, wow. Um, that was Windows Mobile 6-something, I think. Yeah, back um, when they tried too hard to look like Windows Yeah, when it, when it, well, and I thought that was awesome back then. I, you know, I was like, yes, it's like I have a computer. You know, it was the, the hardest thing to troubleshoot as a... <laughs> yeah, they were awful. They were awful. And yeah. uh, apps were awful. Everything was awful about them. Uh, then I upgraded. I don't know if I would consider it much of an upgrade, but it was Android, um, at least. I upgraded to the LG Vortex, mm. uh, which most people who are listening to this might know that as the, uh, the G-Optimus 1. Oh. Um, but uh, on Verizon, it was called the Vortex. So you're talking a 600 megahertz Qualcomm chip and a Froyo. Oh, mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, and so that was that was 2011, I think. So and that's so that was my 2011s where it all started with Android for me. So and it was mostly budget stuff until more recent, like a couple of years. Like it, it was a few years ago that I finally started getting decent Android phones. <laughs> So yeah, basically when I started at Android Authority, if I <laughs> it wasn't too much before that, actually, you know, oh, really? it was when I, you know, because well, I, you know, I did Android Authority part time for a while, and you know, I, I had Android the whole time, but yeah, they were, I mean, I had, I, I was still rocking, you know, gingerbread when you know ice cream sandwich was the thing, you know, yeah, and then I finally upgraded, and I was so excited. Yeah, I bet, I bet that would be an exciting one to to move from. I mean, God, oh, yeah. we mentioned Froyo gingerbread, my goodness. You see, it just seems like ages ago that we even had those in existence, you know? Well, yeah, um, and then, I mean, there's just such a... I mean, honestly, yes, there's been major changes from Ice Cream Sandwich to, like, Lollipop, but they still seem related. It's like, Froyo and all of them seem like they're in a different world, you know? Like, yeah, they don't even, sure. you know, they don't belong. They're not Android, <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right, well, um, I guess I'll I guess I'll, I'll follow up. Um I don't know. I keep thinking about like where where I've come from uh, in terms of like you know how much I love tech and where it all started. And it, it's gonna sound like I was catered for what I do at Android Authority now. But anyway, um, so it started off. I have one older brother, uh, no other siblings, just my older brother, and we 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 like you guys had to share a lot. And um, 
the the first computer that I ever got was um, an Apple, like an early early Apple, and uh, everything looked monochromatic on it. And I remember we stuck with that computer long long a- long long after <laughs> we should have because we got. I remember we, us getting like a like an up to date printer, and I tried to. I tried to print out the Marvel.com splash page because it had like all of the superheroes on it and it basically fried the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too much data for it to, to, to put into this more up-to-date printer. But we ended up going to a compact also and I'm realizing Presario is probably a, a special like fancy way of saying POS. But <laughs> Hey, uh, I loved my computer. Thank you. <laughs> I liked it. You know what? The compact was really great but what I remember most about it was we had Windows 95 on it. I think we moved to 98 after a little while but what i remember most about that compact was that i'm trying to remember if it was best buy or comp usa but i want to say it was comp usa they had this policy where if your computer messed up you could bring it back and if the guys behind the counter couldn't fix it you just got a a replacement what and where the hell was that (laughs) yeah that was comp usa that was Comp USA, I'm pretty sure. That was Comp USA, which might yeah. have been part of the reason why they went out of business. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I remember we we took advantage of that thing so many times because I remember trying to mess with the version of Windows we had. I tried to change the splash screen all the time, the the loading screen with that little bar on the bottom. I remember changing it so that it said like Windows 98 uh, Pirate Edition, and if I screwed oh, I it up, then that. the whole thing was messed up. Um, then we moved to like HP and now this was when the turning point came because what used to be just like the Apple computer and, uh, you know, the, the, the one that I fried because of the, the Marvel splash screen became a media center computer by HP that was in my room. And that was when I, I used to tell people, like people used to ask me all the time, like, how do you know so much about technology? And I said, when I was a kid, I had a computer in my room and all the time in the world. And that's pretty much what happened. I learned how I learned the ins and outs of how to really make the Windows experience like my own and cater things. You know, so it was it was it was just that? soft was it just software then, or did you? It was software. Like I, I never got into building computers. And actually, like a little while back, I remember telling Joe that I wanted to move to a desktop computer, and I came to him like like the absolute noob. Like, please teach me. <laughs> and oh, huh. um, that story and gets then, better because I put together a really nice part list after finding out his budget and all that stuff. And then like a day later, he messages me back. I'm just going to buy a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I realized, you know, as much as I would love having a desktop there, I was I was in the market for a PS4 and I still needed a rig that was portable mm. for, for the trade shows and stuff. So it, 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 it made sense as much as it didn't. So like that's why I was I was fighting with it. Like as you were putting together that part list, I was like I was so torn but between the the, the possibilities. But yeah, I, I, I messed with those computers a lot. And of course gaming had a lot to do with, you know, how I was back then also. I had a I had a PS two uh, around this particular time, but I had like uh, I was mostly a Game Boy player before then. Uh, Nintendo, yes, before then, but I was so young at that point that I don't remember exactly what we played all the time on the NES. But yeah, PlayStation 2 was really where I found my stride as a gamer. To, so much to the point where I still have... I could dig it up somewhere. I still have a spindle of all the pirated games. <laughs> and I remember getting like a label maker for it. And I would actually just recreate on paper the the actual... What the discs look like and like stick it on. And <laughs> I, basically, I basically was like a peddler for, for, these, uh, for these games. And, and the thing is I gamed a lot on the PS2. But... 
where where mobile let's say but also where my love for actually seeing technology where it was going and and what kind of became what would become my reporting life in technology came during the PSP days because Sony back then they were they could do no wrong they could absolutely do no wrong they had the Sony Ericsson line with the Walkman the W810 the W800 W850 and um, and then the PSP came out and everyone was all up on the PSP and I got I got both uh, you know I was able to swing it I got straight A's and I was able to swing both um, and I remember my dad found T3, an, an issue of T3, which is a, a British magazine uh, for tech. Very trendy, not necessarily like too in-depth, but they're pretty trendy. They're pretty popular out in Britain. And he looked on the page that said like the top 10 gadgets of the year. And sure enough, number one and two were the Sony Ericsson phone and the PSP. And I remember it was at that point that some sort of light clicked in my head like, oh, I, I know a thing or two about what the people would want. Maybe I could make a, maybe one day I would love to write about technology. And from there, just mobile started to sort of become a big thing. Like I went from the Sony Ericsson phone. I went to my first smartphone was a BlackBerry Bold 9000. I I miss that thing so much, to be honest, <laughs> mostly because BBM was that awesome back then. <laughs> it sucks ass now, but... <laughs> Um, I never got behind BlackBerry a whole lot. I, I, to be fair, though, I've never really used them that much ever. The keyboards so, are still the friends who did, but I'm I'm just waiting for Google to buy BlackBerry because <laughs> the 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 patents behind uh, the keyboard and how it interacts with the with with the uh, the, the smartphone capabilities, uh, the, those are all still BlackBerry's camp, and really they're the only ones who can make a keyboard, and it's like the most sublime experience ever. Um, but it was after that that I went to the Droid Incredible, and that was when the whole Android life started to come in. I started rooting and doing all that stuff. Um, I don't do it so much anymore, given how robust operating systems are now. But yeah, I got into the whole rooting game. I, I put CyanogenMod on my Droid Incredible. I got a Galaxy Nexus, which had the worst battery life. Sure. And uh, I remember having spare yeah, batteries yeah. in my bag all the time and always popping them in and out. Um, and slowly but surely, I started to get you know more, more and more into this world of mobile and Android. And um, here's the part that I really wanted to share. And um, was when it came to video production. Obviously, I'm you know Joe and I are the uh, are the YouTubers in this podcast right now. But like when it came when it came to video production, and that's obviously the big crux of what I do now, especially at Android Authority. Um, I, I always remember back to all like the the, the family vacations that we had and. We had, you know, these piece of crap camcorders, and at one point I had a flip video, and <laughs> I would use those. But I remember tr I always became the historian of our of our family vacations, and I remember when I first started out being the video camera guide so we can document our memories, I would do shots like this here and there. I would narrate in the background, uh, you know, like, oh, check out this museum that we're at, or oh, check out this landmark. And my dad would always give me tips. It's not that he knew what all of the what all of the terms were, but he would say stuff like, no, 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 when you're going to move the camera like that, just do it slowly because you want to see everything, blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of, it, it blows my mind because all of those things that he said back then, not even knowing what he was saying, kind of became what I do for a living now. It was almost as if growing up, he knew. And when you think about that aspect of my life and video production and then getting into mobile and then loving tech it almost feels like i'm exactly where i need to be 
So it's 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 pretty gnarly uh, what I think about it. And while you guys were talking, I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, holy crap! Like this is gonna be kind of a crazy story for me to to to, to share. Um, so those were our our origin stories. And I'm sorry if I rambled on a little bit there, but I oh, do no. want. Okay. Yeah, we're we're coming up on. Oh well, thank yeah, you guys. You, your um, story we're... was way better than mine. I wasn't even a tech nerd until <laughs> eight years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't, and I never got around to. I kind of spaced out the whole part about. Uh, how I transitioned into uh, doing what I do for a living. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it just kind of felt, it felt pertinent because of, you know, the things I was thinking about. Oh yeah. Uh, but if you want to share that, I mean, by all means, go for it. Well, no, it's, it, I mean, basically I, uh, I went to college. You guys were talking about that angle. Um, I went to college for uh, business uh, administration. <laughs> uh, I was really into that kind of stuff. I mean, I was, uh, while I was in college, I was uh, a manager at a really young age. Uh, I was a store manager for McDonald's, and I ended up becoming a district manager uh, when I finished. And I stayed with that for a while because, believe it or not, uh, fast food can, play, can pay pretty well as you get up there. And uh, I stayed for it for a while, but, you know, I got burnt out. Um, you know, working 70 hours and something that was just a thankless job, you know, and uh, they always expected more from you. And if anyone did anything wrong, you were blamed for it. Um, <laughs> and eventually I, I just got, you know, to the point where it's like, uh, see, as a child, I was, there was two things I was passionate about before that it was technology and it was writing. I remember writing, um, when I was like, I don't know, probably 11 or 12, uh, my version of Jurassic park two before Jurassic park two came out. Um, it was awful, I'm sure, but it was, I, I did write like a hundred pages, you know, oh, nice. um, I was, I, I've, I've started and never finished probably a hundred novels over the course of like from third grade up until a couple years ago, uh, when I finally realized I was never going to finish anything. So it's time to give up. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, you know, I got to the point where I was like, you know, I don't like what I'm doing. It's time to explore other avenues. And for a little while, I took a job working uh, in a factory, just, you know, warehouse type situation, you know, driving around forklifts. And I started exploring the internet for writing. I knew that people, you know, that it was a possibility that there, that I could find something. And uh, I started just doing random, like freelance writing for just anything. And then one day, a, uh, a, a this site doesn't even exist anymore, but there was this little tiny site called Mobile Magazine. And uh, I ran into it and I decided to apply and uh, he gave me opportunity. I knew nothing about WordPress at the time. And this was like four years ago now. Um, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'll do this as a side thing and see. And it's, it's like my, all my training. It's kind of like what you were saying. That's why I decided to mention it. It's like everything I did before found its home. You know, I, uh, I helped, you know, run the administration side there. I, you know, I wrote it was, I got to express myself about technology. And when I came to Android authority, just, continued from there and now i'm basically you know in an administrative role and then i write and i edit and you know it's so it's it's like everything you did before even though i may not i would never have guessed in a million years that i would be doing what i do today um it makes sense looking back though you know yeah absolutely um i don't know if uh, joe and feisty you wanted to sort of explore that 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 aspect like you know what what tech world or what you've done in the past kind of like shapes what you are doing right now. Um, you want to go first, Feisty? Sure, I'll dive in. You know, did I mention that, that purchasing my first Android phone was almost an accident? <laughs> no, you so, did not. <laughs> uh, so, so here's the thing. Uh, 2007. Piece of garbage. I meant to buy an iPhone. <laughs> I meant to... <laughs> no. But they were sold out. No, no. I'll, I'll touch on that. I promise. But... Uh, 
No, see, I was halfway through college at this point. I was rocking my HTC Touch, the Windows mobile phone. You know, uh, yeah. you know, previous version to what the Grushy had there, uh, but the same device. And now, let me say, you know, Google lo- announced what there was this morning or last night that that they have this cross-platform music app that you know can work on the phone, on the on the you know the Chrome browser, all this kind of stuff. That's the stuff I was doing in school with this Windows mobile phone. I would, you know, create games, you know, .NET programming on the laptop, and then just a few quick button pushes, it would pour it over to the phone. But it, regardless, so here I am, 2010. I'm in the midst of doing all the paperwork so I can move from Canada to the states. I don't want to buy a new phone. I'm, I'm driving through the mountains, from, coming from British Columbia through back home to Calgary and the phone dies, just completely stops. So I find the next Best Buy, I pull in, I say I want the cheapest prepaid Android phone you can give me, and I got the LG Optimus One, that old P500. And you know what, it's right here in front <laughs> of me, it still plays music just fine on gingerbread. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was awful. That phone oh, was awful. Gene, it- awful. <laughs> gingerbread was like, gingerbread was like the, the the top of everyone being excited about an OS release. Oh my god, did you see the glow at the end of the scroll? Holy balls, that was amazing! Oh, yes. <laughs> I just love Grushy just stomping all over Feisty's memories there. Like, that no, phone it's was a, that's, that's the phone I had. That's a, that was my first Android phone. So I'm just, you know, I'm just... Yeah, that was what it was. It was the same phone. Uh, other oh. than mine was labeled LG Vortex, but it was the exact same phone. Okay, mm, so, gotcha. So yeah, just from my own experiences, that thing froze all the time. Yeah, never but had it, that problem. No, I rooted this one and I wiped out probably the all fact the it was Verizon. <laughs> okay, you know, probably the fact that it had Verizon bloatware may have played you know a role. I'm just saying. Oh, that works. <laughs> Again, this was the unlocked version, so that that helped a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I rocked that phone for the longest time until finally I moved into the states, and then well, I got the Moto G. But uh, but you know the the defining point for me moving to today it was the Nexus Seven. Uh, I remember watching 2012 the I/O conference, sitting there in my office watching it, and, and I mulled it over for a couple weeks before I actually ordered. But I finally ordered that thing, and the day it arrived was you know a completely new experience for me yeah it it showed up um uh, what can i say i'll never forget that day it was uh, my brother was in a motorcycle accident that day so i you know i turned the device on i got the phone call i was out the door you know it was a three-hour drive up to where he was i basically did the initial setup of the nexus 7 you know in the waiting room in the hospital you know my first week with that device was our entertainment in the hospital room it was and, and ever since then i've you know i've i don't think i've gone a day since that thing arrived that i haven't touched a tablet um, and and you know Damn. it just uh that's kind of where it all came from was there you know that device became at the time it was the strongest computer i had um and it did everything there wasn't much that i could not do on it uh, and I, I was doing quite a bit on it i might add but uh you know now there's multiple devices and you know i distribute everything across and uh you know through this all i, I was working at a, a real estate company 
and I was kind of doing their in-house technology stuff and web development, but um, really the big thing that got me over to the writing side was just writing all the in-house how-to manuals. Um, I will say again for anybody new computer users listening, double click does not mean push the left and right mouse buttons at the same time, <laughs> it means the left mouse button twice. <laughs> Yeah, I was just imagining myself doing that, and that feels really weird. <laughs> Double, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of the world I, w- I was in was, uh, you know, after school, but but before working with you guys here at Android Authority was, you know, working with the the people at Real Estate World. Um, I'm sorry, that wasn't the name of the company in the real estate world. Um, yeah, just teaching them how to use technology in general, you know, starting right from the ground up. And that, well, as you have seen, you know, plugging again my Thursday posts, uh, e- even today was, you know, just a basic, simple, easy user stuff of, you know, how to change an icon pack on, on your on your device. Nice. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of love in air quotes from readers who are like, come on, that's simple stuff. Why are you doing this? But, you know, I've answered this question for a number of people before. It was, uh, you know, requested again that I write it up here. So... You know what I was doing before is, is <laughs> at least one small part of what I'm doing now, and, and well, writing other than that is uh, certainly still a, a learning process for me. Well, it's, uh, speaking to the quote-unquote love, as you said, um, I, I remember mentioning this to someone at MWC. The people who will benefit most from what seems like the simple stuff are the exact same people who probably don't even know how to comment on it. <laughs> so. There you go. I mean, yeah. you, you you probably reached a lot of people who have who have benefited from the work that you've done. You just don't know it because, well, you know, chances are maybe they actually don't know how to tell you that they that that that, that thank you that you're looking that you're looking for possibly. You know, absolutely. Um, Sign into discus. Yeah, what got, the hell uh, is discus? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you formulated your thoughts there. Uh, you're gonna bring us. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I went over this uh, briefly in my uh, meet the team video, so I, I won't go into too much uh, too much detail. Um, so I got like the Moto Click, at, but I didn't root my first device until the HTC My Touch 3G slide. And holy crap, I hate saying the name of that phone every time I do. <laughs> I just like it, it's like six syllables. It's ridiculous. But uh, I rooted that, and that was the first time I did a whole lot of stuff. And it was, you know, going from because I still wasn't that much of a tech nerd back then. Like I loved technology, but I wasn't like a nerd about it. Um, the HTC My Touch 3G slide was the first time I nerded out on something. Like I was in the XDA forums, I was looking up how to tether, and I, you know, I looked up how to root the thing. I rooted the thing, learned how to flash the custom ROMs, learned what Cyanogen mod was, and it was like it was such. A huge and overwhelming experience. And I was like, man, I'm never going to get all of this. Um, my next phone after that was the HTC G2, which was my first 4G phone. Because, uh, well, 3.5G for the haters out there. HSPA Plus rocks. I don't care what anyone says. Um, it does. But, you know, I rooted that, put Cyanogen mod on that. And then uh, after that, uh, I decided to dump T Mobile because at the time they sucked. And I picked up the Evo 4G. The HTC Evo 4G on Sprint, and that was the phone that made me an Android fan, the, the kind of Android fan that I am today. 
the phone was ridiculous. It was the root methods. There was the S off methods. There were like something like two or 300 ROMs, AOSP and stock sense. And it went from 2.2 to 2.3 to 4.0. And it was like, you know, before 2.3 was even out, there were 4.0 sense ROMs out. It was ridiculous. And, um, you know, I started hanging out in IRC uh, channels and I started talking to the moderators and to the developers, you know, not like, you know, you know, talking with them, but like kind of just sitting there and watching them talk. Um, for anybody listening that remembers the the last Android Authority podcast, the the Hangouts on Air one, uh, Daniel Charlton is how I met him. Uh, he yeah, he was oh. a kernel developer or he developed kernels for the Evo 4G. He went by Tiamat back then, I think. Um so yeah, the first time I met him, he actually uh, banned me from the IRC channel for three days because I said something stupid. Um, <laughs> Sounds <yeah>. about right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I learned so much about Android with the Evo 4G, and frankly, you know, speaking, the the root experience for every phone since then has been wildly worse. Like the 4G was just so epic in every conceivable way. Um, <clears throat> and then I had an Evo 3D and a Galaxy S2, and then a Galaxy Nexus. And then an HTC Evo 4 GLTE after that. Um, during that time, uh, I was I was in college. I was doing full time college. I was you know I was working various small jobs. I was a uh, I worked at a U haul at some point. I worked at a BW3 Wild Wings. Um, and um, it was October of I think it was 2012, and unfortunately my dad passed away, and I was living at home with him. You know he was the one that was paying the bills, putting the food on the table you know, roof over the head while I went to college. And, um, after he passed away, I suddenly had this problem where, Oh shit, I need a roof over my head. <laughs> so I was looking for a second job and I was looking everywhere for one. And I was just goofing around on XDA one night. It was like two o'clock in the morning and I saw, uh, help wanted writers. And I was like, well, hell why not? And, uh, so I sent them a message. I was like, Hey, you know, I, don't really write much, but I really love, you know, the forums and I've been here for years. And at that point I was pulling like modems out of phones and posting them up and posting stock ROMs and all that stuff, you know, like little, little modern stuff, but definitely more than most. And, uh, they hired me on and then I worked at XDA for a uh, 14 months and then transitioned over to Android authority. <clears throat> but, uh, in terms of writing, I was actually in the military for four years uh, in my early twenties, and um, my first, the first unit I was ever in was disbanded or disbanded or shut down or whatever. It wasn't needed anymore, so I got transitioned over to a uh, a PR unit and ended up transitioning transitioning into broadcast journalism, and uh, that's where I kind of like anybody who watches my video delivery, that's where I learned it. The, the super rapid fire fast, you know, if I screw up, I have to start over and do it again. That's where I got that from. Oh, I see. So, I mean, it's crazy. Like thinking about it now, we, we came into this podcast thinking, oh, we're just going to talk about the stuff we used to do. And now we realize just how much it kind of melded us into who we are now. I didn't. I was not planning on this podcast being so cathartic. But I'm glad <laughs> that it did. All the feels, yeah. <laughs> 
I know, right? We're it's all the, just like... It's we, the origin our, stories. Our chins are in our hands right now. We're just like, mm. I don't know. You see, here's the thing that sucks. is that like Because I, I have a keyboard tray, and then like my mic doesn't fit on it. So I'm actually like straight back leaning forward a little bit, and I don't have any room to rest my elbows anywhere. So, And you guys may be doing the, 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 you know, the hands and the chin kind of thing, but I'm like straight up wired, ready to go right now. Like, all right. <laughs> well, it's Talking. it is it is well past midnight for Joe though. So I mean, <laughs> we're uh, we're a little bit past our time, but uh, you know what? We've had such a good time sharing and listening to one another's stories that you know. I hope I hope all of you have been able to get something out of uh, this particular podcast, and this is certainly another one of those favorites that we've had. I think we can all agree. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I, I was telling them at the beginning of the <clears throat> podcast that I wasn't going to do the canned intros during the call, but I will still do the canned outro. So oh, we're going to no, dive I'm into I'm, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. All right. So we'll dive into it. Keep it tuned to Android Authority. Thank you so much for listening to the Friday Debate Podcast. This was episode number eight about our tech origin stories. We hope you enjoyed it on this Friday. As always, the Friday Debate Podcast comes out every Friday, and we discuss topics in Android every single week. You can listen to us on Pocket Cast, on Stitcher, on iTunes. And if you are watching the YouTube version of this podcast, please remember that those particular networks are available for you as well, and those are definitely the best places to listen. Listen to the FDP. I am once again Joshua Vergara from Android Authority, of course, and I'm here with three of our usual hosts. Uh, we have Jonathan Feist, Joe Hindi, and Andrew Grush, who you all just heard their tech origin stories and got to know a little bit more about them and also myself. Keep it tuned to Android Authority for all of the best coverage. Drop us likes on our YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and don't forget to head on over to AndroidAuthority.com in our forums to talk even more about Android, and then every Friday, you can listen to us on the FDP. Uh, we, I keep saying it again. We keep talking about our tech origins. That was what we did. I really do think that we're going to have a topic sometime in the future about where we want to see, like, what, what, what are we looking forward to in the future? You know, where do we want to see these tech worlds go? You know, because I mentioned the HTC Vive at the beginning, and I was, I was very close to asking the question, but then I realized maybe that's a topic we can hold for another episode of the Friday Debate Podcast. I want to extend another thanks to our co-hosts here today. And um, I do want us to, as always, do our outro for this uh, particular podcast. Let's get everybody together. Um, Keep it tuned to Android Authority, as I keep saying. Also to the Friday Debate Podcast every single week, discussing topics in Android every week, because, of course, we are your source for all things... Android. 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 Man, I totally missed that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>